0: Las Cruces Today, keeping Cruces connected with real community conversations. This is a Las Cruces Today Community Spotlight. This is Las Cruces Today, and our community spotlight for the week is Peak Behavioral Health Services. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and May 3rd through the 9th is Children's Mental Health Awareness Week. We're on the line right now with Dr. Peter K. Sangra here in Las Cruces with Peak Behavioral Health Services, your child and adolescent psychiatrist. How are you doing through this pandemic, doctor?
1: why you know it's it's a, it's it's been tough it's been tough for a lot of medical providers um especially you know the nurses and today is uh, national nurse day so hats off to hats off hats off to everyone Yay. um you know um and it's very difficult with the community for the community but we're all you know um dealing with it together and with their hands held tight.
0: Now, I know we're all dealing with a lot as we move through the stay-at-home orders and the differences in our lives, and there is really a difference between clinical anxiety and day-to-day stress. What are some of the early signs of real clinical anxiety?
1: Sure, that's a great question. You know, we are dealing with a lot of tremendous amounts of stress, and uh, what happens with when we define it as clinical anxiety is when that stress kind of lifts off and goes away and the symptoms are still present and the symptoms could be anything from like fatigue headache um you know muscle weakness even sleeping issues like hard time getting to sleep or even keeping asleep and eating problems as well um You know, those are kind of some of the early signs. Some of the other early signs for children are irritability, anger. Um, Sometimes with the adults, we have a little bit more increased substance abuse, Um, you know, whether it's alcohol or even nicotine, um, or even starting to use recreational drugs. And when you start seeing mood symptoms and, uh, you know, patterns, which are kind of a little bit different from the norm, then, then they start becoming a little bit concerning. And those are kind of the early signs of anxiety.
0: Okay. Now, with us adjusting to this new lifestyle of social distancing on a long-term basis, home, stay-home restrictions, people get worried about visiting hospitals and clinics like yours. How can patients start getting treatment for anxiety and depression that they're experiencing during these closures?
1: That's another really good question. Um, You know, I just want to ensure the listeners, even before these these measures came into effect, I think it was on yesterday, May 6th, when the governor said, you know, essential workers to wear masks. We were doing that a long time before, um, you know, with the masks, social distancing. Here, we're we're measuring temperatures of employees just to protect the patients. Uh, We're doing everything we can here to, um, you know, prevent any... um, you know, infection coming into the facility or potential of infection. So we're doing our best really here uh, to prevent it. And I know a lot of the other hospitals are too. Um, you know, if, if an individual is dealing with severe anxiety or depression, there's other ways, you know, we can help here at PEAK. You know, PEAK offers a free confidential assessment um, and we offer inpatient, where you would actually come inpatient. But we also offer outpatient services as well. And some of those outpatient services, um, which we have called partial hospitalization, is done online. So they can even get the help while they're online and zooming in from home or a secured location and get assessed get treated and receive therapy and family therapy so we we've, we've adapted to the uh, you know the pandemic and we're trying to make it easier for um, for the families and the children that need help um and um, some of the other things with uh with uh, medical issues is that when anxiety hits, some of these medical issues can be harder to treat as well, too. Um, And so then that's something else you got to be aware of.
0: What are some of the things that we can do at home to help treat ourselves, almost? Well, that's good.
1: I like that one, too, because um, that's kind of the things we sometimes take for granted. And some of the things we can do is, you know, simple as walking the dog, taking deep breaths, relaxing, a nice bubble bath. My wife makes fun of me all the time because I love bubble baths and uh, <laughs> sometimes I fall asleep in it. But that's kind of how what I do, um, praying, connecting with God, um, connecting with family, listening to your radio station, right? Right. Listening to the wonderful music and, and dancing in the kitchen with your wife or your husband. Um, my wife uh, one day decided to make a favorite meal just to relieve some of her anxiety and it helped. We have little babies, um, you know, and and uh, at home, and research has stated if you actually hold your baby, it can reduce your anxiety as well. Um, And there's some kind of oxytocin levels that are kind of produced. So I spend a little bit more time engaging in my children and, and my little ones. And when someone has anxiety, it can kind of take them out from being present. And when you're not present, you can miss those precious moments of life. So I think those are all really good tips. Some of the things that the listeners may want to avoid, because what ends up happening, um, especially with the pandemic, is, you know, or, or, um, they call it screen time um, with laptops and with the cell phones. Yeah. That goes up. And when that goes up, especially at night, even with the kids. It really affects the melatonin in the, the brain and they have issues with falling asleep and that kind of creates more anxiety. So it's okay. It really is okay to pull back and not even watch the news and give it a break if you're starting to feel like your anxiety is coming up. Um, your listeners may want to avoid extra caffeine if they're starting to feel like they're drinking more or even... Um, you know, avoid excessive alcohol use as well, too. And just kind of keep those as kind of like um, healthy living lifestyle choices.
0: That is some and wonderful advice right there. Of course, Dr. Peter K. Sangra, child and adolescent psychiatrist with Peak Behavioral Health Center. Now, if if people throughout the area feel like they need to reach out, what is the best way for them to reach out to Peak Behavioral Health Center?
1: Oh, that's, that's fantastic. You know, we, we are here... To support everyone in the community we love you uh, we are here we we're all going through this together and we will survive this together and the best number to get a hold of us and um, even for a free consultation um, it's area code 575-589-3000
0: 589-3000 and we also can find you guys online peakbehavioral.com Dr. Sangre, this was a great talk. Thank you for helping us celebrate Mental Health Awareness Month and Children's Mental Health Awareness Week going on right now.
1: Wonderful. Thank you. Uh, we're helping families put their lives back together at a time, and, and we're we're here. We're here for you.
0: We're all in this together. Dr. Sangre with Peak Behavioral Health Center right here with your Las Cruces Today Community Spotlight. Las Cruces Today, keeping Cruces connected. You can learn more and visit our audio on demand section anytime at lascrucestoday.com.